What's up, y'all? It's the Drunken Nights. You got me, King K. B and uh, Swoop ain't here. So we got our fourth night sitting in with us, uh, Jones. Sure. Welcome to the Stakes is High Podcast. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say, nigga. There's still the Stakes is High Podcast. Yeah, it is, man. It's uh, it's still here in spirit. (laughs) I still filed my taxes under the Stakes is High Podcast. (laughs) Nah, man. It's it's still here, bro. Um, Somehow, someway. In spirit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. We are the drunken nights. Protect us the truth. Yeah, part of me was a little excited, too, to have you here. I'm like, you've been away for a minute. I know you the type of nigga that be having shit on your mind yeah, and you want to talk yeah, about shit. Yeah, yeah, Man, I do, bro. Uh, I miss it, man. I, I know I was supposed to come. I, I told B I was supposed to come probably. It's been a few weeks ago, man. I think I got called in for overtime or something. But, nah, man, I miss it, man. I miss y'all, man. I hadn't, you know, we got our group me and everything, but mm-hmm. we ain't chopped it up like like this in a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Shout out to B and um, Swoop. You know what I mean? You been straight though. I have, man. Um, blessed more than I should be, you know. Yeah, man. It's um, I have. Uh, man, I had to come to a grip with like, I was okay not recording. I literally went through like a, you know how you go through the through the through the high of something, bro, and then you get like this this breakdown. That's maybe something we could talk about, but like you get down like this. Um, I would say like this. I wouldn't call it maybe maybe it's a depression or you get you get into something where you feel like a failure. Like you get into this mindset of like I'm failing. Okay. And then yeah. you ha- almost have to like really look at like what is the failure or why why do you think it's called why you think it's failure? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times man when I wasn't recording and I listen to y'all or I see other people continue to move and I had to be okay with saying, I'm all right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times, man, I, I, I think like like is it is it giving up on your passion or are you stepping away from something because you have to say and we could talk about it like as far as if it's relationships or whatever it may be, like I'm stepping away to try to say like, was that really a passion or was that really someone I was in love with? Was that something I really, you know what I mean? And I had to come to that grip, man, and just be like, all right, you know, I'm all right. We're not recording. So I had a little tough time, maybe like, man, maybe like a month or two. And then I just realized, like, I woke up and like, man, I'm cool. I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? I kind of did that with music at one point in time. But for me, it was like when I stepped, when I stepped away, well, one, okay. So it was a point in time when I was making music and... I began to become unmotivated to do it. Mm. Is that the word? Unmotivated? Maybe. I don't know. go with it. (laughs) (laughs) Unmotivated to do it and a little bit discouraged at the same time because Mm. I wasn't at a certain level that I wanted to be. To be able to, some of the, the things that I had in my head, I couldn't really create them and all of that shit. And so it got discouraging for me to even try because I just started making all of the same type of fucking music. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. And so because of that, it it just discouraged me. It's like, I already know what I'm finna make. It's not exciting. I only have these certain amount of skills. I'm not challenging myself for real, for real. And when I do and it doesn't work, now I'm really like, fuck this shit. And so I took some time off 
And at first I was feeling like I'm failing. Like I'm not doing what it is that I said that I was going to do. This is my passion and I'm not doing it. And then I got, it was, I got okay with not doing it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I ended up getting okay with not doing it. And then I decided to, once I decided to step my foot back into it, I got, really humbled like mm. i wasn't i was not like that time off really fucking showed yeah 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 and i was humbled and i was like fuck that that shit ignited me and i was like nah i'm finna figure out something like that shit will never happen to me again i'll never mm. be humiliated like that again yeah, yeah, yeah and ever since then man my music has flourished in a way that Everything that I wish that I would have had, I, I got now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm yeah, able yeah. to do. And so I know what that feeling feels like to mm -hmm. just wake up and just be like, yeah, okay, I'm cool. I'm like, I ain't doing no music. I can go do something yeah, else. Yeah. I'm cool. Man, you just said something that was interesting, man. You just talking about, you, you just said you were humbled. Mm -hmm. And we all go through things in, you know, in life. And, and, I, I, one of my questions was, it's crazy, I had one of my questions down was like, I was talking about like the humbling of a man. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, you just spoke, I was going to ask you, when <laughs> when was the time that you felt like you was humbled as a man? And is it is it is it a time to where when you're humbled, you have to be brought back into reality to say you were shooting too high above what your capability was your understanding was is that a part of the humbling and be like okay let's grip you back into reality and say no this is where you're supposed to be you were shooting to because when you have a dream you shoot for the I stars i won't say where you're supposed to be but this is where you currently are <laughs> yeah but but okay so i'll put it like this okay i think a lot of times in this thing in, in this thing we call life right a lot of times we do Here's the things with dreams, bro. A lot of times when when a person has a dream, you do have to be brought back into reality. Mm -hmm. Okay, for example, mm -hmm. with a kid, my dream is to be an NBA player. Mm -hmm. Your mom is 5'2", your dad's 5'5", five five, your grandpa's 5'6". You're not really that good of an athlete. Mm -hmm. you, Chances you got, are you're probably your not. You're not going to be AI. <laughs> like, if there's exceptions, but... You get yeah, what, yeah, so, so, yeah. so sometimes you have to have a reality even within your dreams mm -hmm. not saying don't continue to work for things that you want and shoot towards that dream but mm -hmm. real life shit means that you, bro you're not gonna go maybe you need to think about coaching in the nba mm -hmm. maybe you need to be a trainer in the nba you're still gonna get there but like your dream have to be altered to where it humbles you to bring you back to reality and that's what i mean like mm -hmm. and i think like, I think we all have that smack you in the face moments, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> it was definitely, man. I was going to ask, that's what my question was. Oh, what was, what, what, was, what that? was that? <laughs> oh, man. And I know I've told this story before, man, but, like, when I decided to get back out there, man, um, and I had did a little bit of work. And some of the work that I started doing, so for people who don't know, like I don't know music theory. I was never in band camp or none of that shit. Mm -hmm. I was a nigga who was making beats with ink pens on the lunchroom table. And I've 
somehow was able to transform that into what it, what mm-hmm. you hear now. Mm-hmm. And so that was part of my problem. Why my shit sounded the same because you I didn't, only could do I, so I, much. Yeah, I can yeah. only do so much. Right, right, right. And uh, so I started learning some music theory and I learned a little bit and was able to kind of start putting some things into play or whatever. But I went to this event. It was a producer event where you had 30 minutes to make a beat. And <laughs> man, I went up there. Was that Jamaican? Humble yourself. <laughs> you ever Bruh, seen that I'm, Jamaican do it? Yeah. It, I, I'm thinking I'm going with like, I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I'm going with what I knew how to do. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to just go in with what I know how to do, which is what I've been doing all of that time. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to just go in with what I know how to do. And it wasn't quite working out for me. And then nerves started kicking in because I'm like, I can't find some of my sounds. Mm -hmm. And literally everybody's standing there watching me. (laughs) I'm on a keyboard that's weighted, it's weighted keys on it. So it don't even feel, it don't feel right playing on it. Mm -hmm. It was, Mm -hmm. and I made a, I made a, I made a trash beat. And to the point where there's a producer in there, he's from the G Nutty Buddy. He's dope. He's a musician. You know what I mean? And he's like, Man, it's good. You all good, man. Just uh play shit, just play something that you got. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. And so I haven't had much because I ain't been doing shit. Mm. And so I played his beat and everybody was still like Yay. <laughs> and I'm like, man, get me the fuck out of here, yo. <laughs> get me the fuck up out of here. And then they just all kind of went on about their business. The next producer went up and they doing shit and having a good time and all of that shit. And I'm just like, it was that night I said, that'll never happen to me again. Mm, mm, I like that. I'm about to get for real, for real, because yeah. this would never happen to me again. But it humbled the shit out of me, man, because I thought I was ready. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that I could just go back to what I knew, yeah. and that would work. Mm. But it it didn't. It did not. That's funny, man. <laughs> That's funny. I think, man, one of the – I I think there's plenty. there's been plenty of things that humble me, you know what I mean? But I think as I can speak as of recently, maybe not as, like, yesterday, but, like, mm-hmm. a, as far as adulthood, man, I think one of the most humbling things to me has been – not expecting others like not my happiness doesn't come from others mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I had to realize like the things that you do like I the perception of like let's see what someone else if I'm looking at let's say I'm looking through a lens at like through a lens of everyone else and I'm seeing what's making them happy mm-hmm. and I'm looking at that and I'm continuing to try to be that regardless if it's in my creativity, regardless mm-hmm. if it's in a relationship, regardless if it's in life. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking through this lens and like, okay, that's going to be me. Okay. I, I got to do that. I got to do that. I gotta... And that shit just like kept smacking me in the face, bro. Like, no, that ain't, that's, that doesn't, that, that recipe doesn't make you happy. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. doesn't make, that is not. And I had to realize, bro, like, it was almost like a humbling experience of of depression of not finding happiness to where I had to say, damn, bro, that ain't 
that, that shit, what they doing, they not probably happy either. Mm-hmm. They faking that. Or, and I had mm-hmm. to realize, like, through a time of period, like, why are not, why, why I'm not, why am I not being fulfilled in that, like, everyday happiness of, like, whatever. And I just had to step back and be like, that shit smacked me in the face, bro. And then I, one day I was just like, why am I worried about that? And again, this hasn't been, like, as of recently. Yeah. It's been, yeah. like, post-adulthood, like, where I'm just kind of like, man, why am I, I'm happy doing this, and I don't have to do that. I don't have mm-hmm. to be them, but I have to, and I just found, I, that was, like, one thing that made me just be, like, truly where I can say, no matter what I go through every day, bro, I just look at life and be like, damn, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm straight. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was, uh, that humbling moments, man, is kind of, it creates you. Man, you know what humbles me though too some a lot of times and that and I'm trying to make sure I'm I'm diligent on this is um deaths of, of close close people to me. Cause I can mm. I can find myself being caught up in the in the thought that I have time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or or, or something that I wanna do or something like I can get I can get caught up in the thought of like I do that next week i can do that tomorrow Damn. i can do that like and then I, mean, I seem like you would saw that sooner because you got kids yeah but nigga yeah. when i look at time like damn pretty soon this food gonna be dry <laughs> like well see yeah when, you, when i look at them like down. that when i look at them like that yeah but as far as like with myself when yeah. i have like like when my uncle passed that was something that was real humbling to me because i remember him talking about his plans mm. you know what i mean and damn, then damn. And now, now he 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 can't, and so that was kind of a like moment that made me just be like, I've had a lot of plans that I've been putting off, bro. You know, and like, man, uh, you know what I do to fulfill that, bro? I try to like I complete task, these small tasks daily, mm-hmm. that may fulfill some of that. The stuff like mm-hmm. I, I try not to put it too far in advance mm-hmm. because of that right there, bro. Like, damn, man, I, you know what I mean? Of course, you got to do future plans and things yeah, like that, yeah. like future goals. But like, man, I look at the success of like daily, daily successful. Like, I completed that shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's crazy. I was just talking to someone uh, the other day, and they was like, um, "Tell me something that made you happy this week." And I was like, "Damn, I don't know." And yeah. I was like, I was like, what about you? And they was like, I was able to complete the task that I had set for the week. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, like, you don't mm-hmm. think about that. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. I used to struggle with future plans, man. Future goals, I could say. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I was feeling like I had to just get by day to day that it was it was hard to kind of see far into the future sometimes when when you're trying to figure out how to get to through next week or some shit you know what i mean or just like or you're in a you could be in a mental and an emotional state where it's just hard for you to not see past what you're going through right now bro that's kind of that's kind of crazy bro that now that you think about it like there are people who don't plan for tomorrow yeah because they can't see tomorrow (laughs) they still trying to figure out how to get through this day 
Nigga, if you hungry today and there's nothing to eat in the refrigerator, how can you plan on where you eating at Bruh, this weekend? You can't. That's mentally and literally eating out the refrigerator. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Damn. You, you can't. Bro, how can you deal? Bro, this is this is crazy. How can you deal with future plans emotionally with someone or something mm -hmm. if you don't know how to deal with the emotions or the traumas that you had yesterday or mm -hmm. even what's going on today mm -hmm. fuck man that's why sometimes i feel like the question where do you see yourself in five years is almost like a question that should be just testing a person's mind state and where they are today usually that's surface too right yeah it's just really surface yeah. but it's like sometimes it's like sometimes that's an unfair question depending on who you ask it you know the better question is how did you make yourself better from five years ago damn that's a good one damn that's a really good straight one. straight up bro because if you can't uh, you know i don't know <laughs> that damn near, that's damn near a better future prediction Hell though yeah. like if they could tell you how they grown from five years ago to today you could kind of see a pattern of where they might be going in the future versus asking them a question about some shit that may not yeah. have happened may not some shit you could create i'm gonna have a, 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 a bands bro yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> 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 nigga that's a dream <laughs> man but that's, speaking of that bro i was just talking to uh i was talking to uh i was talking to eric and man we was talking about how i was telling him how we was talking about the past mm -hmm. and i was like there's someone right now who does not like me or does not like you because you were the person you were five years ago. I'm saying five just because we are yeah, doing five. Yeah. Someone who didn't like you five years ago because they knew you five years ago mm -hmm. and here you are five years from then, you don't even like that person that you was five years Bruh. ago. Motherfucker don't like you. You be like, nigga, I don't like I didn't like him either. <laughs> we should jump. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fuck him up. <laughs> Yeah, Straight man. up, bro. <laughs> I'm like, you see a mug now. He mean mugging because the the person you was five years ago, they were yeah. like, fuck that nigga. I'm like, yeah, bro. I don't like him either. I, I've changed <laughs> from him. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I've listened to I've listened to old podcasts, man, and, and cringed at myself. Yeah, just because yeah. of the amount of growth that I've made since recording that podcast. Man, you know you, what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever apologized to someone? from the past because of who you were back then yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i, I have I've, I've seen someone bro from college and it was someone i was in a relationship and i was like i don't want to apologize i can't apologize for my actions because my actions made us both who we were okay yeah you, you know the mistake i made the mistakes you made whatever mm -hmm. whatever we we became who we are because of those mistakes but I do want to apologize from the man I am now for that person I was then. I do want to apologize. I'm not that way. I'm not saying this to get back with you. I do want to give you that because I haven't seen you in years mm -hmm. and you're owed that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people appreciate it, bro. Just like, damn, okay. Like, I can't change the shit, mm -hmm. but damn, that was fucked. That person was, that person was pretty messed up back then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, yeah, I've definitely had to do it. It was, and what's crazy though, sometimes as we, as we grow and we mature, 
sometimes we'll forget about some of the fuck shit our old person done. You know what I mean? Until yeah, somebody yeah. else brings it up to you and you just like, Damn, that was fucked up. My bad, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but here's the thing, though. You still have to forgive yourself for being that person, too. Oh, yeah. Because if you continue to beat yourself up for the person you was back then, mm-hmm. I mean, shit, I was young, immature. Shit, it could have been a person I was a week ago. Like, I learned that was wrong or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I think it's, uh, you got to forgive yourself. You know what I mean? Like, damn, yeah. That was, that was bad. <laughs> man, <laughs> you know what, what do you think, like, let me see, how am I trying to access? Um, where 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 does the process of a person actually changing or growing come from? Do you think it comes from their behavior or the moment that perspective changes? Um, I think both, right? But I think really, I, I guess it depends on the growth of what you're saying, right? Like a a, a, a child. Just maturing more and all of that shit or whatever. Do you think? Yeah. It comes- so I like I, I put it from this perspective because I think there's many answers. We there's many ways, there many directions we can go there, right? Mm-hmm. But I think one of the biggest things that men deal with when it comes down to maturing, it comes down to growth, is basically being able to deal with our insecurities. I think ego and insecurities, right? They kind of go together, right? Our ego is based off sometimes our what our insecurities are. Like, so we have an ego we can't forgive, mm-hmm. but like, man damn bro you got to be transparent with this woman and let her see your flaws because of our insecurity so mm-hmm. a lot of times once we become comfortable with that that's when we start maturing right like there's a lot of times where a nigga won't take his shirt off because he's fat and eventually he'd be like nigga i got a fat belly i'm taking my shirt off mm-hmm. I and it. i use that metaphorically <laughs> in a sense of like mm-hmm. i'm comfortable with this shit now you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah but i think that's what happens with us emotionally we face our insecurities we either accept it or we say it ain't that serious and then we start seeing growth that goes into like you know like in relationships emotions or whatever it may I be. think it all starts from I think the first step in growth is perspective before anything else and I think that you could be just laying in your bed looking at the ceiling and not making an action but something you thought about, you just changed your perspective on it. You just laying there. Somehow mm-hmm. you started growing right there. You okay. ain't even moving yet. And the only, and that's the way that that's the way that we change our well, how we handle our ego and we start dealing with our insecurities is because we have to change our perspective of what these things mean in mm-hmm. order for us to start dealing with our insecurities about it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah, I get you. Before anything happens, the first thing that happens is the change of perspective. And then once we change our perspective, that's what leads into changing of behavior. Okay. I, I, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times of us changing our perspective, for example, right? Okay. Let's just say our perspective of not lying anymore okay okay let's just let's let's i'm just just use instead of not lying anymore i'm not gonna lie no more okay i want to be however i have to say why do i lie one probably because it's fear Mm -hmm. 
mostly that's why people lie because it's a type of fear. Yeah. I have to say, all right, I have to let go of that fear, which is an insecurity that I have mm-hmm. to say, okay, I'm going to just be, tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Now, me telling the truth, I have to be okay with changing the perspectives of whatever the turnout may be and accepting it. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I, that's why I go with insecurity okay. first because whatever our ego is, whatever it is, but, but you're right. I think perspective is something that can allow all that to change because now I'm seeing a different side of it versus me being a bullheaded nigga who only sees shit one way. Mm-hmm. Now I got to open my mind to open to all different perspectives, and that may change, you know, like you said, the, the process of all those other things. But I mm. think it starts with me. Person, I think it just has to go with my insecurities of what's making me continue to stay the way I am. But you don't think that so there's people who have insecurities, right? Mm-hmm. And they know that they have these insecurities, but they continue to let their insecurities kind of rule their life, right? right? And so let's just say a person has an insecurity about his clothes, whatever he's wearing. Let's say so. tell him the truth. We keep it at truth. Okay. He has his insecurity about telling the truth. His well, life is I a mean, lie. About, his life is a lie. Yeah, about telling the truth. He has his insecurity about telling the truth. And let's just say for him, his perspective on telling the truth is what? Re- People won't accept him. He might get. I got to show who yeah, I really am. Yeah. he yeah. got. I got to show who I really am and I won't be accepted for who I really am. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. lie. Right, right, right. Right. And he knows when he lies that it's coming from a place of insecurity. But he can, from his perspective, he continues to tell himself, though, yeah, but well, fuck that shit. Because if I tell him the truth, they're going to reject me anyway. So fuck it. I'm going to just mm-hmm. keep on lying. Mm-hmm. So he has the insecurity and all of that. It, it's but like. But when does he change? I think when he changes his perspective on it, like, it's possible. I got you. That I will be accepted. I think they go together. But yeah, I get, I get what you're saying there. Yeah, get, and it's it, like once he does that, because he already got the insecurity, he already knows he's insecure, but he still chooses to yeah. keep making those excuses he, of yeah, yeah, like, to stay oh, insecure, yeah, you know, yeah, until he changes me. his perspective on it. Like, maybe if I stop lying, yeah, they accept me. Like, they <laughs> okay. will accept me okay, or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I don't know. I always looked at it like, <clears throat> because I've had moments where, man, I thought I was completely. Um, valid in the way that I was in, in what I was sitting in until just sitting there just like huh and just had a different perspective and been like <laughs> yeah maybe I was wrong and maybe I handled that differently yeah. and, and maybe yeah. I had like I was like where I was in my head at that moment like now that I have this different perspective I could move differently <laughs> Yeah, man, I think I think I think having a different perspective definitely makes you think it makes you think makes you more open minded Mm -hmm. and makes you think outside of the box. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of I think when I when I was podcasting and I was having all these different walks of life on my show and I had to sometimes or even or even forget that. Right. Because that's obvious. Mm -hmm. But even sometimes in creating content, if it was just TC and I, we bring up a subject I had to think outside of the box to see a different perspective because someone listening may say, 
well, what about this? Mm-hmm. Or what about mm-hmm. that? So a lot of times I had to go from my blinders of life or thought process and mm-hmm. say, shit, somebody else may be seeing it this way, bro. You know what I'm saying? And agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you had to like see a different perspective because now that opens up like your creativity and in, in the beat mm-hmm. or your relationship or mm-hmm. that helps all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, yeah, I yeah. love getting different perspectives from shit. It's one of my favorite things to do. I think that's one of the reasons why I do really enjoy podcasting. Like I like for things to get me outside of my own way of thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? My own brain and shit yeah. like that. I, I love getting different perspectives mm-hmm. on a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. So I think if you're not, man, you stand in this bubble of life, this bubble of light, this bubble, and man, it's just it's like a mm-hmm. like damn, you missing so much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You missing so much, man. Hmm. So yeah, man. Hey, do you think the male ego? You think it's um. Do you think it's positive or negative? Both. Mm. I think I think the ego is just like another emotion, right? Yeah, yeah. Your emotions are generally just indicators, not facts, right? And so when you find yourself in a position where your ego wants to kind of like run this, run the show mm-hmm. is generally an indicator of something going on with you that you feel like your ego needs to like, it's kind of like if like when people say they got uh, uh multiple personalities and, and shit, was, somebody has was to a come out and, question, but go finish. finish. Oh, okay, go, 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 go. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Cause you, you, you got in your bag. Yeah. So, like, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like when people got these multiple personalities, when they get in stressful moments, one of their personalities jump out to, mm-hmm. but it's generally like some trigger first that gets this. And so with your ego, your our ego do the same shit. Mm-hmm. Like something is happening and it just feels like our ego is the one who has to kind of take over this situation, but it works. It, it, there's situations where that shit, it goes hand in hand. So, like, so, so, the, so the second part, of, so the second part of that question was, I was going to say, is it, is it good or bad? And then I was going to ask you the second part of the question is what creates the male ego? Because, when we when we talk about male ego, like we all have it, and we all it's it's not a it's not a blanket. Like he does it, he is the same as his the same because we know some have more than others, some mm-hmm. have less than others. I wanted to add, and you kind of already answered it though, but what, it comes from different. I think it comes from different places. Just in my opinion, I think it comes from different places. So for some people, like it could come from like if we just okay. Let me slow down. Baseline fear, right? It, or yeah. it, and with that, it's like it could come from trauma, mm-hmm. like some shit that's happened before in your past, and you mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. fuck that. It ain't never happening again. I wish a motherfucker would. Try. You went the negative just, way first. Yeah, yeah. it ahead. could come from anxiety. Like you could be in a situation where you just so. And you're like, fuck that. Fuck. I got to find a way to get yeah. some kind of control of this shit. Because yeah, if I yeah, don't, yeah. then I'll, I'm going to lose my shit and for all sure, of that. For so, sure, for sure. But there's like this fear of things not going the way they would make you comfortable. So you okay. try to control the situation. Ego isn't always aggressive. Boom. So, so, what, so yeah. tag me in. Tag. Okay. Yeah. So you gave almost like literally like 
what can con- what can control or create a male's ego based off let's just say kind of negative right yeah which doesn't make it bad mm-hmm. however i think the male ego could be driven from um motivation it can be mm-hmm. driven from love it can be driven it all like it can be going from competition like, competition yeah it can be given from and all these things that we treat our little boys like Nah, bro, you gotta keep, you gotta stay in there, fight, keep on fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, now nah, you're gonna put him in sports because it's teaching you this, it's teaching. Mm-hmm. So it creates this ego to where damn near can start becoming an arrogant asshole because he's been the best. That's damn near a necessary ego though. When you when come you on, saying man. like that, when it comes to sports, when you got that player and you telling him, can't nobody fuck with you. You hear me? Yeah. You get out there, you bust that <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, nigga, I can't nobody <laughs> fuck with you. Yeah. And then that motherfucker become an arrogant asshole. <laughs> Cause somebody can fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they can. <laughs> but but you but gotta tell them he, that. Yeah, like, you yeah, got to. Like, but then you. But my thing is, I tell my son that. But then I give him the humble. I have to humble him too, because no, bro, you can be the best if you do this, if you do that, if you do that. However, you have to keep working to be the best. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that. That's when your ego can be humbled because another motherfucker who did that is in front mm-hmm. of you and be like, oh, you didn't stay up four hours and do this? I got your ass. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you continue to build that. And then I think there's the balance of where now what we talked about in the beginning, we have to be humbled to bring the balance of this f- fucked up big ass ego to being like, bring it back down to reality. You know what I'm saying? Man, do you think, and it's just kind of a thought that just came across my mind. So... I don't know how on point I'm is with this, but do you think that it's healthy to always want to feel like, or try to, trying to like always being like, I'm the best. I'm the best because, and I ask that because it's kind of like, um, it's like if you, if you gained all the knowledge in the world, then what's the point of living now? Yes. I, I think you know, it, so I, it's like, if you, once you get to a point where you just being like, once I start saying I'm the best, I might as well quit. What else am I working for now? Yeah, and what else am I? Yeah. So should I ever be like I'm the best, or is it more so just like just continue to sound better than yesterday? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You remember? I don't know if you remember this, bro. We was having a conversation a long time ago, and I was like, man, I have I have problems with people running with I'm the best podcast in the city. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I used to say that I used to be like, man, I hate, I, I don't like that because one, it's dangerous. Yeah. Because if a person's walking around saying I'm the best podcast in the city, I'm the best, I'm the best. One, they don't have your best interest because they want to stay the best. If you try yep. to work with them, they not going to make it an equal playing ground mm-hmm. or even promote you the same way or even be, because mm-hmm. they got to stay in the top spot, which is the best. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's very dangerous, bro. I think you can have your work ethic is wh- where I want to be the best. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a challenge within. Mm-hmm. But if I think if you just continue to walk around and just where this I'm the best, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time motherfuckers ain't going to fuck with you or or you, everybody going to humble try to take your ass out mm-hmm. to show you you're not the best. You know what I mean? But I think it's a dangerous place to live in that I'm the best. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's dangerous. I, I I think so, man. Maybe I just don't have, you know, like you said, that ego to be like I'm the best, I'm the best because mm-hmm. bro, somebody around the corner gonna smack you. Do you got areas in where your ego you where your ego shows up? I got mine. With my like, ego? Yeah. In my music when I'm on the stage mm-hmm. or when I'm rapping mm-hmm. or something, 
that's when my ego really sh- fucking shows. Yeah, man, I played sports my whole life, dog. So I was always like in that mode of when I got out there, I was like I, at my competitive edge. Mm-hmm. That's where it took over. Like I got, you know, like I, I, I got to be the best. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm aggressive. I got to get it, baby. Like <laughs> even we was playing pool. I'm like, man, fuck that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like my competitive. You know, when I compete, like it's a com- yeah. like sport, especially sports. Um, but I think like, yeah, I think that's what it is, bro. Like in the competitive nature, I do. You know what I'm saying? I um, think we got to keep flexing that muscle, though. Like I don't think we should lose that. No, nah, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Like we shouldn't in own, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah like we gotta. Something. Like I feel like if I if I start reaching a moment where I'm like, man, my ego ain't ain't been outside to play for a while. Like I need to go. I need to do something. <laughs> <laughs> but I need a lot to of do e- niggas' egos would be like, nigga, I got a fresh cut. I'm straight. <laughs> 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 or they got the fresh jade. Like got a suit. Like damn, I look decent today. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you can refresh it and look in the mirror every blue moon, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but you ain't doing shit yeah. with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you know, you ain't doing you just you just being an asshole for real. You just being egotistical <laughs> in the mirror. Like, but you're not doing nothing with this. I mean, you might go out and try and get you some women or some shit or whatever and, uh, and try and do it that way. But I mean, as nah, far man, as I like, think it's a confidence and feeling like you just feel good, bro. I don't even think it has to do with it thing the opposite sex. I think mm-hmm. sometimes when I mean, you could just feel good within yourself. Because, looking good. Like, man, I look good, man. I accomplished ego. this yeah. shit, man. I'm, you know what, man? Fuck it, man. I paid off my debt, nigga. I'm straight, nigga. Whatever it may yeah. be. That type okay. of shit may yeah. be building that ego to where you don't have to have it in like a competition way to smack somebody in the face with it and be like, yeah, nigga. But yeah. if a person say something. Nigga, I just you, got the title to my car. Come on, man. I paid off my car. I just got the title to it. Like, can't nobody tell me exactly. shit. Exactly. I own like, this bitch. Yeah, nigga. Now, I, get, I need to nigga, fix you, it. Like, I need to like, do some work to it. Fuck ass nigga. Nigga, I own this motherfucker, though. Yeah, I ain't gonna do that shit. I ain't gonna pull up at the red like, hey, yo, you own your car? Exactly. Like, no. Broke ass yeah, nigga. nigga. Pull off on his ass. <laughs> Man, when I paid off my college loan, bro, nigga, I had this fucking, I, I had like, if if the conversation of college loans came up, nigga, I used to be in this insecure, sad place. Like, I'm gonna have yeah. this motherfucker forever. And when mm-hmm. I paid that bitch off, bro, Nigga. Yeah, man. Oh, y'all still paying y'all college loans? <laughs> shit, I paid my shit. <laughs> you get your degree? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You can be like, oh, damn, you still got a car, baby? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. Nigga, you just paid your shit off last week, so, nigga. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> but, and so, but I do think that, like, it's, I do think, like, like what you were saying, like, it's, it's good and bad. Like, like if yo if yo, like if your ego ain't been outside to play for a while, and you just been chilling and shit like that, and you start to kind of get that, it's just like, hey man, let's go play some pool or something, yeah, just to get your fire going yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, just for to, sure, for sure, for sure, just to keep your edge and keep yeah, your yeah. keep your shit or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. never want to get to a point yeah, where basically keep the- it's like my ego is just so dormant yeah. that. This nigga don't even know when he's supposed to come out. Yeah. Like, and that's generally what happens sometimes. Like, some shit happening then later on, you be like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> man, have you ever like, seen? Wait a minute, hey, bro, like for real though. Like, not not on not on like no fun. Like, have you ever seen somebody? Nigga used to be competitive. Nigga was out there, and then he just let himself go, regardless if it's in a relationship, regardless. And then you be like, 
hey bro, you man, you trying to uh like where you knew this nigga was like yeah, that man. nigga, and then you just be like, damn man, you see this nigga like in a shell of like himself, bro. Nothing, like, bro, like, nah, man, just raising these kids with the wife, man. Like, nigga, man. like. <laughs> <laughs> like come on man what's up come on man like come on you know what i mean we like you go start. to home goods later on so i don't know yeah, if i'll be able to meet with y'all no we got man, it. We man let me ask the wife if i can watch the game damn yeah. nigga like you know like uh. man, you know man how it be man and like man i'm old that's that's the, uh, that's, uh, the, uh, no, yeah. that's the key <laughs> the key <laughs> side of a nigga lost his ego nigga i'm just old man. yeah but i'm just old. anybody got yeah, time, anybody got time shit, but i'm man. old man <laughs> Man, why I need them Jordans? I'm old. <laughs> like, damn, nigga. Yeah, I don't want to lose my competitive edge. I nah. love. I like being in that zone, man. I really do like being in that yeah, zone, man. Man, I think honestly, man, I think like, and you look at like even when we talk about male ego, man. And I wish there was a woman here because I would like to understand the perspective of what they see inside with a male ego. Because I, I think like having that that ego of like even some of the ones we talked about like regardless if it's like you my ego won't let me stop fighting i gotta mm-hmm. i gotta do this for my family bro fuck that i can't mm-hmm. i can't give up or the competitiveness or the like i'm here to be the protector because a nigga i have to nigga. no mm-hmm. you know and or in the opposite side like where my ego will not let my woman talk or will not let her have an opinion or let her take over or mm-hmm. like nigga you can't pay bills you're not good with your money bro let, let her, her do it bro yeah. Yeah. like you know what i'm saying like nah man a man's supposed to be doing this like nah i mean you fucking up the you fucking up the money man you yeah. know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. I, I wonder like you know that balance of where a woman would want you know I, and I, I coming from a man i don't know man because i don't like have a overly i'm okay with letting a woman do what she's good at do what she's good at this especially if it's better than yeah me. i'm okay with that bro yeah. like i'm okay with a, a letting a woman be a woman and sometimes it's it has to, to be more on a masculine aspect than what like i think there's some things that women have to step in that's considered the masculinity like sometimes she just better bro that don't take away your masculinity mm-hmm you ain't going out there cutting that grass. I'm gonna learn how to cut that grass. Man, what if? Man, what if she loves it? This is her time. That's what you for the say. Like this is what yeah, she looks. You crazy? Man, I'm gonna get her more too, babe. We go out there together. Man, you true. <laughs> now, 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 now. Here's the thing. If it's your thing and it's her thing. Yeah, right, I'm weed. But if you I'm cut. doing it just based off the, yeah, the image, yeah. uh, I don't want the tripping, neighbors man. being like, "Hey, bro, this is lady down the lit down the street from me, man." Married. Mm-hmm. And she cuts the grass. She does the yard work. They shit the best on the block. But obviously, that must be her thing. I can see her, man. I just let Mary do it, man. She fuck. She kills it. She. But his ego, his ego, try to take this. over and be like, I got this. I'm the man that they had dandelions all through that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining the whole marriage over grass. Yeah, mm. man. Man, I was having, um, and and it's crazy that we kind of like talking about perspective well i mean it's not it's not crazy that we're talking about it but this is something that i have been thinking about for a little while now with just like perspective and the way that it changes your behavior once you get new perspective and stuff and so it i was having a conversation with someone and and i was kind of telling them like you know we 
when you say something to someone, you especially okay if it's a significant other, you have to kind of take into account the way that they are receiving what you're saying. Mm. And so a lot of times we'll be like, you heard what I said. Yeah, they heard the words that came out of your mouth. Yeah, what you're saying but is it's probably possible like, that yeah, yeah. they took the, the the way that they perceived this could be different than the words that came out of your mouth. Yeah, and so yeah, they're yeah. responding to the way that they perceived it, not the words that came out of your mouth. And so I've, it's healthy to after you say something, and especially if you don't see like a change in behavior to ask, what did you hear me say? How did that make you feel when I said that? And it, yeah. and it, and I mean, his side on it was, I mean, it's, it's valid because it's just like, now nah, you, she understood what the fuck I said. Cause she heard the words. Cause I said, I get that. But I'm like, has there ever been a time somebody said something to you? And then you was like, the fuck you mean? You heard the words that came out of their mouth, but you're trying to perceive, trying to figure out what does that mean? So I'm like, you've had the moments. Why wouldn't you think they would have the moments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I think that's probably 95% of where arguments stem from, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think what happens in this case is that, well, here's one issue in today's time. A lot of shit that is a lot of the the argument starters or the perception is through this text message Mm -hmm. you don't hear my emotions you don't hear how i Mm -hmm. said it you don't hear so a lot of times people perceive something based off how they read it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um a lot most of the time in argument let's just say it's not on text like for your partner she heard what i said more than likely this has come up more than that the day. Time, of course. Yeah. And he has said it multiple times. Mm-hmm. The problem is a lot of times it's not what I said. It's how it's said. Or even how I said it. Okay. Why do you have a problem with what I said? Mm-hmm. Because I can say, man, I done said this over and over. Da, 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 da. I know and then it starts going into all these different conversations mm-hmm. but why do you have a problem with what I said and then we probably can get to the bottom of it mm-hmm. instead of arguing about what I said and mm-hmm. what I meant and the opinion on it and because a lot of times it's based off an opinion or like you said your perception and how I perceive mm-hmm. it so I think a lot of times I've, I've been like alright why do you have a problem with me saying X, Y, and Z Mm-hmm. And then it turns into being like, well, okay, yeah, you have a, but that's not how I meant it, or that's not the definition of it. A lot of times, that's what it is, bro. Like, mm-hmm. why do you have a problem with what I said? And like, most of the time, it's some kind of something deeper and darker than just that that phrase. You know what I'm saying? Or that most question. Times or that, you, I won't say most times. A lot of times, you're probably not going to get the answer to that either, though. Yeah. Like when yeah, you yeah. say, when you ask that question, you're probably not going to get an answer because. If you were to get an answer, you wouldn't have probably had to ask that, right? Like yeah, they yeah. they already been able to say, okay, what you're saying to me, it makes me feel like such. If they already had, yeah, the ability to do that, maybe, maybe not. It's possible, yeah. Because most times people, because a lot of times what'll happen is, 
why do you have a problem with why I said that? The response is going to be, don't even worry about it. Or, or, or this. And this is what I've learned in the last, like, maybe 10 years, mm-hmm. five, 10 years. Most arguments come from, if I say something to you, you respond. Most arguments are, well, this is how I would have said it. Yeah. Because they put it back on them on how they would have said it mm-hmm. versus on how you said it. No, 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 no. That's how you would have said it, and that's how you would have gave your emotions. You can't put that on me because this is how I feel. This is my emotions, and this is my opinion. So now you're battling the the fact of you should have said it like this or you shouldn't have said it like that, and it turns into an argument that just goes on and on, bro. Sometimes. Sometimes because, I mean, I think there is – there, there, there's a a baseline of certain levels of like understanding, and I think that those are different in different relationships. Okay. Um. The whole you should have said it like this or whatever, of course, comes from a place of say it in a way that makes me not feel judged or shamed or stupid or like make it to where I can receive it. If you said it like this, I would have been able to receive it better. Even though you probably didn't mean to come off like an with an attitude or any of that shit. Okay. Right. Oh, let me give you let me give you an example. I'll help you understand what I mean. Okay. okay. Okay, check this out. The way you were raised, the way you have approached life and the way that you communicate mm-hmm. is based off all those things, right? Mm-hmm. The way you raise, the way you receive it, the way you have to be, the way you may be gentle with your words or the, may you, the way you may be raw with your words. Mm-hmm. I have a totally different upbringing than you. Mm-hmm. We can say one phrase and express how we feel about this one thing. Mm-hmm on the way we say it to each other may vary in a different, totally different Mm, manner. I can't say King K, this is how I would have said it. And that's how I expect you to say it. Oh yeah. That's some bullshit. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, no, I can't say it like you. (laughs) That's what I mean. And that's where a lot of arguments come from. And a lot of times women have more of a gentle approach, gentle touch than what a man has and or like other way around. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't say it like that. That's not how I, that ain't how I deliver it. So that doesn't mean that it's wrong or you can't put your emotion on me like nah nigga I can't I do mean, yeah, yeah, and you mean and you're, you're absolutely right to a certain extent but it does come into like there's some things that come into play of do you care more about just getting your shit off or me actually receiving yeah, the message for sure because now that I know you as my homeboy yeah. I can't give it to you like how I want to so therefore yeah. I'm going to adjust to be like I can't say it to King K I can't say message. it to King K like that I yeah. have to say it like this even, fuck that it's even on understanding mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I can say it to you one way because this is how you understand mm-hmm. it versus someone else not saying you're smarter or dumber or whatever yeah. but 
I can say it to you just because you my nigga. And be like, nigga, you know what I'm saying. You know how. Uh, 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 and yeah. I go to the guy at work. All the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I go to a guy at work. I'll be like, okay, what you have to do is. Da, 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 you know what I mean? I'm yeah. going to adjust that. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, you, you're going to do that and, and be gentle with your loved one. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I ain't saying like that, but like, you can't. Hey, man, put this is where I be saying <laughs> shit. All right. Exactly. So, you know, I love your ass, and I ain't trying to disrespect you or no shit now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about okay. like the way you perceived it, your perception of the statement calling me wrong is because I didn't say it like you. Yeah, no, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's where a lot of arguments come from, bro. Like you should have said, "I'm like, I, I, I'm not saying it like that," because that's not how I meant it. Mm-hmm. Man, a lot of times though, we're asking for stuff before we even created a, a foundation, right? And so, like we we, and it's not just men. I think with with people in general, right? Like a woman may ask her man, you know, what's really going on with you? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. But she hasn't laid any groundwork before saying that to let you know that it's safe to open up to her mm. you dig what i'm saying and and me and we do the same thing sometimes like you could like we'll ask a question of like what's at the root of what's going on but you haven't really put in the work beforehand because she's probably tried to tell you before what's going on mm-hmm. and you tried to tell her how she should feel or um we haven't created any foundation of emotional and mental safety to validate their feelings before or we've dismissed them before mm. like hey man like you tripping off of that like that's a dismissal to mm. them you mm. dig what i'm saying and so then when we try to get them to actually get to the root of something yeah they don't they, don't we, open, they yeah. can't because yeah. we've already let them know it ain't safe <sighs> to and so that that also and we'll end up blaming them because they didn't tell you because they didn't because they're not telling them. like yeah. i'm trying to get to the root of it yeah, but they yeah, they yeah. kind of shutting down a little bit like don't even worry about it it's okay or, yeah, yeah. but and we'll blame them like i was asking her what the fuck is wrong and she mm-hmm. ain't even say shit like she just keep but the reality is we didn't lay that foundation down to let them know it is safe enough to to talk to us and that happens on both sides yeah i think the way to i think i think it happens right so but i think like i think a lot of times even with you saying like you tripping off that uh-huh and once you read the body language of them shutting down, you almost have to give positive reinforcement. Because a lot of times you saying you tripping off that means you seen them overcome some shit that was way stronger. Like, no, nah, I seen you carry a fucking house on your back. Or sometimes it goes to what you said before. You tripping off of that? You reacting the way you not reacting the way that I would. Way I, would. I, I ain't going to yeah. trip off that shit. Yeah. I wouldn't be tripping off that shit. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Once you read the body language of that yeah. disrupted them, you have to be like, almost have to use, and, and men need this a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. Men need it way more than what women do. Mm-hmm. I see it with my son. So, like, for example, I could say, just, just, just metaphorically speaking, I can be like, your boss didn't your boss didn't say good job you tripping off that Mm -hmm. and then you can see the body language and you can be like no babe what i'm saying is i didn't see you carry a house on your back it's almost kind of a little bit too late a little bit but but you still can almost bring it yeah i gotta do it with my son yeah like a lot of times i'm like damn nigga you struck out i see him go down i'll be like look bro I know you can hit it. 
we in the mm-hmm. backyard. You hit that same pitch. Mm-hmm. You crushed it. You know, you mm-hmm. got almost get that positive, bring it back to be like, no, I'm not saying this to shut you down. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this to say, I know you better than that. I know you don't. You know what I mean? I think we probably need to start working towards the yeah. part of <laughs> yeah. you saying that first. But sometimes you catch yourself like, yeah. nigga, you tripping off that. <laughs> because sometimes you know your loved one or you know your kids, mm-hmm. you know your you know your homeboy, you know whoever. You know you've seen them battle and beat shit stronger than that and be mm-hmm. like, man, why are you tripping off that? But those but, are those are the things though. Like when we when we say to people, like relationships take work. Yeah, those are some of the things that are the work that people don't want to do. Like most niggas do not want to talk to their girl about when with shit getting deep. Like, like with you that, mean right? Deep with them or deep? With- like once it start getting emotional, yeah. most niggas is ready to just be like, all right, I'm ready. To, I'm done talking about this shit. Bro, you know what's crazy? <laughs> it's, you just you, what you saying that is. Eric and I talked about that. We mm-hmm. talked about like uh, I did a show with him. We talked about unconditional love, mm-hmm. and we talked about like why do men run away when a rump woman is showing them love? Why do men be like, uh oh, I gotta go? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of almost kind of what you're saying, like yeah, like once it start getting emotional, <laughs> and especially the conversation start getting emotional, and then he has to. Do shit that he ain't comfortable with doing. I'm or used to here. doing this nigga ready to be like, man, fuck or he, this or shit. He, or he do something to fuck up that fuck it up. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when it comes to like the thing with uh, the example that you gave with like, what, like your boss didn't tell you good job. Like, why do you care about that? Yeah, like, what, yeah, yeah. what are like a, the fuck? But the 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 proper way to respond to that is, especially if you see she's struggling with the idea of it. Like the proper way to respond to that is like, what is it that you that you get out of your boss saying good job to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, 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 and like that's what you. That, but it's like most niggas would be like, man, I ain't finna do all this shit, man. She she's coming here with this damn attitude about her goddamn boss and shit. Yeah, Nobody feel like yeah, talking about all yeah. of this shit. But man, and sadly, bro, and I and I and I, I say this, man, because man, I, I look at the strength of women. Man, women are able to, and especially black women, bro, they are able to comfort us and learn us and respond to us 10 times more than what we can to them. Because naturally they have this motherly instinct in relationships with their kid, whatever it is, to where they know to ask that question. Some niggas don't know how to be like, well, what is it about your boss that makes you want him to say, like you, the way yeah. you put it. Yeah. Some like, guys just don't know that, bro. Like yeah. sometimes we don't have that care and that gentle touch mm-hmm. to be able to have that question. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We, and sometimes we just might be like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. But don't leave with nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> You, you but, hungry? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, baby. Good job. Yeah. Come on, give me exactly. My- <laughs> exactly. And you ain't touching none of them, none of the, none of the root problem. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think it's just a thing of man, like you said, being one, being uh, emotionally comfortable with yourself. Because mm-hmm. when I was saying, like a lot of times, men bail out. Mm-hmm. We run when we start getting uncomfortable mm-hmm. with. Um, like like you said, like a love that she's given or the attention or whatever it may the emotional part and the men be like, Uh oh, uh oh, I'm scared, I'm scared, I don't know how to do this. Uh oh, uh oh mm-hmm. I'm out. 
mm-hmm. because one they're probably not emotionally comfortable within themselves or they fear they're going to fuck it up yes, too because they they, they yeah. Don't, yeah that and that's I'm a gonna lot say of time. the wrong shit it's uh-huh. it, I, it best for me to lead this conversation cuz I'm in the wrong yeah, shit yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because it's their insecurities they don't know like okay I can't mess up and she's going to more than likely she's going to be okay with me messing up not responding the right way mm-hmm. because I'm showing that I'm trying man it's about like one thing that I've I rec- as a recent man star really putting into practice is like my empathy right and i've always been kind of sort of an empathetic person but i'm starting to Ooh, I understand that huh? i literally just had some, a conversation about empathy today yeah man i've started realizing that there's times where i have to put it into practice like i have to practice my empathy because yeah. it's it doesn't always just come to me you know what yeah. i mean like i have to put myself in an empathetic space sometimes because it doesn't automatically come to me so i've been putting my empathy into practice and practicing it and know a lot of times us men we don't know or they don't know to say um you know what is it that you get out of your boss saying good job to you like what is it that you that you feel like you're missing with him not saying that um but if we also, if we just keep into our minds that every single person that exists, I won't say exist, every single person, most people want to feel understood. And as long as we keep that in mind, when, when conversations are brought to us and always remember like, this person wants to be understood. Is there anything that I could do that could make them feel more understood so i guess I, let me ask you this then okay because the way you're explaining it i guess I, I want i guess my question to you is what do you consider empathy like just on a generic definition oh uh, the ability to actually feel the emotions of that other person or what that situation could be not just acknowledging or saying like i could see how that's fucked up not really that so i'll say in the sense of like so somebody who can just acknowledge some shit that's like wrong and fucked up, they could look at you and just be like, "Man, that's fucked up." Yeah, I'm man, I'm I'm sorry that shit happened to you. When you, when if they was to have this same conversation with a person who was kind of in an empathetic space, they would tell them like, "I'm sorry that happened to you." That had to be a lot of betrayal that you was feeling. Like I could see how the disappointment in you yeah, yeah. was kind of like they can get into the emotions of what this action did and not just kind of see the surface of it because everybody yeah. can see this is fucked up everybody could do that well see okay here's the thing this, this is how I look at it right okay I look at it as a sense of if there's something that I don't understand mm-hmm. or I think it may be something else, but I don't have true understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And you express your emotions because you understand. Okay. Me having empathy is saying empathy to me is saying, okay, I don't get it, but let me, let me hear you. Let me, let me try to understand your feelings. Yeah. that's So that's, for example, yeah. so for example, like this, that boss, mm-hmm. the nigga didn't say good job. Me and you be like, 
the nigga probably didn't have to say good job. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck, I mean, or, I know I did a or good maybe, job. Or maybe, or maybe that wasn't a good job worthy. Maybe, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was yeah. some good job shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when you see your loved one hurting, yeah. you have to say, I don't understand it because maybe he shouldn't have said it. But I gotta understand your pain now and why. Okay, I don't get it, but let me hear you out. Let me help, help me understand. And so that's just getting to a, that's just getting to the stage of understanding, not quite empathy yet, right? Mm-hmm. And so you can't even get to the stage of of I won't say you can't, but because I can, once sometimes they, I just once can't they, feel once it. they express to you what they're feeling, but you still that's may not when feel you it. can, but not about that situation though. Okay, so they could say to you, you know, um, it just made me feel like I wasn't as valued as I thought I was. Okay. Now that you could connect with, it don't got to be about a job telling you, but you've had moments in your life where somebody made you feel like, like, kind of made me feel a little devalued the way that you, and then you connect with that. And so it's not you connecting with the situation, you're connected with the emotion. Well, let's just say she said, like, I was just really disappointed. I thought that it was going to mm-hmm. go this way, mm-hmm. and it didn't. That you could have the empathy with. I understand that feeling of disappointment. Okay, let me give you let me give you my example. Of what I was having I was having with my homeboy, right? Okay. So he's 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 messing with this girl. Okay. They used to mess around in the past. Mm-hmm. He recently just started talking to her again. He told me, and I'm like, "Man, you sure?" He's like, "Yeah, man, we cool. We talk, whatever, whatever, whatever." Okay, they're supposed to go out Friday night. Okay. For whatever reason. Whatever reason, he had a legitimate reason. I think his son's game got rescheduled and they had to drive to Greenwood and whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. So him and that girl had plans. The plans, he had to switch it. He said, hey, can we, gave her the reason, gave her the purpose and gave it everything. Okay, cool. So he said, can we plan for tomorrow or a couple days later? I don't don't know the Mm -hmm. timeline, whatever. Can we schedule for another day? She said, okay. That next day came, they were supposed to meet at, let's just say nine. I don't know the time. Mm -hmm. He told me, he called her the night before and said, hey, can you give me a couple hours later because of this, this, and that? Had legitimate reason. Mm -hmm. From nine until like 11. And they really didn't have any formal plans. It was kind of informal. We're going to go do breakfast or something like Mm -hmm. that. Um, no reservation, no not anything, yeah. right? So yeah. he communicated with her. Mm-hmm. He says she snapped. She snapped and was like, "See, I think you know whatever, whatever." And he's like, "No, like she was like, I just I'm a I'm a I'm a on time person. Um, I'm about scheduling. I'm about." And basically, all this stuff triggered from her past because people have canceled on her and people have... Her anxiety so, went up and she just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she snapped on started him. Started spiraling. Mm-hmm. And she was just like... And he's like, whoa, hold on now. I've been communicating with you throughout this whole process. I didn't ghost you. I didn't just show up. I just did not show up, whatever, whatever. But her frustration was like, I'm frustrated. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, "My, what I'm saying is real, and I have a problem with you being frustrated with me." 
And because of your past. And she said, mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. And he, he felt like to me, and tell me if I'm wrong, he said, I, I just feel like she wasn't giving me any grace or empathy grace. towards yeah. my, towards what I had. She wasn't uh, even trying to understand me. Because yeah. she was, I'm like, and that's what, that's what I said. We had this conversation about empathy. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's a tough one. Yeah, bro. I'm because, like, <laughs> because it depends on the relationship you have with this person. Like, if this is something new and this is the first time we finna ready to probably move around like this and shit, then I don't need your motherfucking empathy, bitch. Get the fuck on. You know, but if if this is somebody that you are this is, okay, so this is when it boils down to like sometimes there comes this sacrifice of sometimes we have to give in order to receive. And it's almost like if you know that you are the person that knows better then especially if you give a fuck about the person then it's kind of like your place to it's, it's your job in that situation to end up being like listen i get it i'm throwing your whole shit off i don't know what at what level of like your planning and how mm-hmm. that affects you but mm-hmm. i get that i am throwing your shit off and i'm sorry about that i do got some real life shit going on with me and I could see how it's frustrating you. You know, I could see that. Yeah. So you kind of have to start, you Bro. have to kind of give a little That's bit. That's what I asked him. I said, yeah. I, so my first question to him was, King K, I said, I said, wait, hold on, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been a part of the problem? Meaning, have you ever been a person who canceled, didn't show up? Mm-hmm. He said, no. Okay. He said, never. Mm-hmm. He said, my cancellation on the first trip well no my reschedule on the first night mm-hmm. was a legitimate reason mm-hmm. my push back the hour or two was mm-hmm. legitimate i'm communicating with her i'm telling her he says so no i have never been a part of the trauma that she's been a part of mm-hmm. because if you have been a part of the trauma like yeah, then you, nigga, yeah, it's yeah, a wrap. It's yeah, a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wrap. So I said, uh, <laughs> I heard this story yeah, before, nigga. nigga. Shut the fuck up, nigga. You said that last time. Hey, the last time. So, yeah. but anyway, um, he hadn't been. Mm-hmm. So I said, "What'd you say to her?" He said, "Listen, hey, I, I, I am apolo- I can't apologize for what happened to you in the past." He said, "But respectfully, you can't take, you can't take it out on me." What's something I've never done? He said, I've communicated with you. He said, I understand your emotion. I understand you're frustrated. But this is real life happenings to me. He said, I'm not trying to screw you over. I'm not trying to do this. I'm not trying to do that. Because I, I asked him how he respond. Mm-hmm. And he said, she just wasn't, she wasn't holding. So he told her, he literally said, well, look, I promise you, this will not be the first time. This will not be the last time I have to ever reschedule on you. This will not be the last time I ever have to make adjustments to our schedule. And if you can't, Live with that, mm-hmm. we won't work. No, he did the solid thing. Hell yeah, I said, damn, yeah, nigga. He did I mean, the solid you, you, thing. He said, yeah. bro, I'm on the phone with her damn near an hour. Like, hey man, I apologize. I'm sorry, but she would not let go. And that goes to your point. There's a give and take. Yeah. If you're frustrated from something that happened to you in the past, but this new person is communicating with you, he's giving you the exact times. He's trying to be vocal in how he felt. You gotta let. You gonna have to. Okay, I gotta let go of some of this baggage because this new person's trying to, who ain't never did this to me, is trying mm-hmm. to, and, and hey, that's what he said. He's like, I just had to tell her this ain't gonna work then because I'm telling you, my life ain't set up like that. I'm sorry, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
So, but yeah, man, I, I, that's why I, I just mean, had kudos that conversation. to him for being able to stand up for himself. Because most niggas, man, I'm, they they fall under the pressure of pussy. Because they yeah, want some pussy yeah, so yeah. bad, they're like, you know what? Fuck my son. He said he rescheduled no more, baby. Nigga, know he gonna reschedule next week. Oh shit. He said she sent an apology and was just like, hey man, I'm sorry that my frustration of my past got into got into the way of us possibly seeing each other. Mm-hmm. He, but he said, hey, listen, and he said he responded with, thank you for thank you for the apology. Mm-hmm. He says, but that does not change how my life is set up. So mm-hmm. if that's going to be a problem and you don't have understanding with that, we're not going to be a match. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, bro, you said, you said what was real? Yeah, you know what I'm saying because though how frustrated she got, I don't think she ready to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But anyway, well, yeah, they man. generally say like the the those um, what am I trying to say? Those like kind of like passionate emotions about certain things when you get triggered or whatever mm-hmm. is for the most part an indicator of a certain part of your life in which you're not healed from for sure. right and for so sure, sure. a lot of times you can be amazing in life 45 years old but this one thing triggers you in this area you're still mentally and emotionally 14 years old <laughs> damn <laughs> this one thing because mm-hmm, it it mm-hmm. it's triggering or whatever you like trauma this happened. yeah or whatever that yeah, trauma was yeah. or when it happened yeah. emotionally you're still that age when it yeah. comes to this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that's why a lot of like you say, like your your feelings and emotions is generally just indicators and not facts. It's just yeah. an indication that something's going on. Yeah. And that's when I said earlier, bro, sometimes that person that person that person that disliked you five years ago, maybe you've come to grips of that whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Healed from it, yeah. And now this motherfucker see you like, hey, you bitch ass yeah, nigga. Remember, like, you. listen, man, you're okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Man, I was—I don't even know if you heard the podcast that when when I was talking about. Uh, man, there's a there's a thin line between standing up for yourself and ego. Okay. And so I'll tell the, the story quick. I was in the gas station, not the gas station. I was in the liquor store. It was a long hey, what about gas that line. nigga we was outside of the club? That <laughs> when he thought you was looking at his girl. <laughs> me when and you was, was talking. Remember me and you was talking, and we was talking oh, about yeah. nigga. We was talking about some accomplishments we had, yeah. and you was like, "Nigga, hell yeah," or something you said. Yeah. And the nigga thought you was looking at his girl. <laughs> Man. <laughs> He thought you said hell yeah to his girl or Cause I think they they were saying something else about like she I, I think she I heard her say this ass fat or something like that. But you weren't talking and about And I wasn't you talking, talking to I'm me. talking to you and yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, but I can see why he might <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, know this nigga came out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm looking nigga, like, what the fuck? I think my back was to him. I think. Or, no, no, mine no, was. Your you back saw was him. to him. Yeah, because you saw him. You had a face. I'm like, what's going on? Because I'm like, all right, the energy changing. Yeah, my ego definitely came up right then. Because I'm like, <laughs> and the security guard got in the middle. Because that would have yeah. been a fight. Yeah. Because that nigga was tripping. I'm like, I turned around. I'm like, Nick, I said something like, nigga, what you tripping on? Yeah, that nigga something, something, something. And you was just being cool. Like, nigga, no, you don't want to do this. Yeah, I'm like, security bro, you don't want to do this, bro. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do this, Yeah. <laughs> and this girl sitting there damn near laughing, and her ass was fat. It was. But you weren't you, talking about I that. I, I, I didn't even notice it until he 
made it a problem. Like, what? And then uh, she do got a fat ass. Yeah, she did. Oh, <laughs> damn, she right. She do got a fat ass. But we yeah. weren't even talking about yeah, that. Yeah, we talking about like something some completely other shit. different. Yeah, yeah, Man. yeah. That's funny. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, nah, that would have been straight ego right there because you not fat. Because I don't. Yeah, nigga, nigga we out in public us, like, and you, I don't know what about? you got on you or nothing like that, nigga. Yeah. I won't say ego, but it's going to be full testosterone. Yeah, because he was in the club with us because I remember yeah. seeing him. And I, I wasn't thinking nothing of it. They came upstairs. You and I was already upstairs rapping. And he said something. I wasn't paying attention to him. You was like, hell yeah. And that nigga thought you was talking about <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I forgot all about that shit. <laughs> but, man, I'm in the liquor store, right? And then it's a long-ass line. It's Sunday. They about to close. Everybody, I'm, I'm talking about, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm way back in the line. Two guys in front of me. I guess a buddy of theirs ended up coming in. He's up in the line with them and shit or whatever. He ain't got nothing in his hand. And all of a sudden, he ended up bringing his beer. They Mexican. He ended up bringing his beers up with them. I'm thinking I'm hearing somebody saying that they're going to pay for everything. So I'm like, all right, cool. We get up to the line. I mean, to the window. Two guys that was in front of me pay for their shit. Little buddy still got his shit in his hand. When they call next, he tries to walk up. I'm like, no, nah, bro, I'm next. Yeah. B was, I mean, he ended up saying it was, it was, uh, pretty much I'm just like standing up for myself. But I was asking him, like, man, was that ego? Cause I'm just like, nah, bruh, <laughs> move around. I was next. Nah, that's not ego. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And see, that's how I looked at I'm like, yeah. it may seem small, but to me, like, like nigga, it's like an injustice. Yeah, like, like, nigga, what bruh, you doing? Yeah. You don't even say excuse me or yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. automatically jumped in front of me while we all the way back here finally yeah. make it up to the yeah. front. You, yeah. Motherfucker, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, that wasn't ego. Nah, if I what would have been ego if I if I ended up stealing on him after a while? He like, no, no, buddy, I'm going. I'm going next. I'm going next. And I slapped him. Would that have been ego? Nah, ego would have been. There's some women behind you. He said, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> and then you turn around and look at the girls, and then you look at him. Ego taking over. <laughs> nah, man, you were standing up for what's right, bro. Nah, yeah, that's nigga, what you, I felt you, like. Nah, nigga, like, we in line for a reason. We all been waiting on this line. No, yeah. no, no. Bro, I remember. I don't know if you remember. I did that, bro. I just, I, I did some stupid shit one time, bro. I'm in, Key, I'm in Keystone at the crossing, and you know how that parking is at the mall. Uh huh. And I'm waiting. I got my blinker on, nigga. This car pulling out, and they pull out. This nigga flew in the spot. Young black dude. Nigga, I put my shit in park so quick. I got out the car. I ain't had my pistol. I ain't have nothing. Mm hmm. Nigga, I just got out the car. Man, fuck that. You got to move that shit. I got <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was a dude and his girl. Mm -hmm. Nigga, I, that, I, I thought about it. At, he moved. Mm -hmm. I like, thought I about that reckless. shit. Reckless. Stupid. Because <laughs> a nigga with his girl. Mm-hmm. And so another his nigga. Ego that, gone. Oh my God. But bro. see that, but see, that be it's better that he's with his girl than when nah, if he was with one of his niggas. Nah, in front of his girl? If he was with his niggas. I think he would have performed in front when, of his girl. Because you, you don't look your, like a bitch in front of your girl. But with your girl, she going to make you comfortable feeling like a bitch. Because she going to tell you, <laughs> like, bang, right. bang. <laughs> okay, like, no, nah, don't. Don't. Man, it's not bro. worth it. Man, if I've he with his nigga, though, yeah, 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 man. Yeah. Man, I've been driving around that mother. I'm like, oh, finally. Ooh. 
You know how you, man, you yeah, know how I keep saying that park, nigga, that park is it. terrible. <laughs> I've been waiting with my blinker on, bro. This nigga just flew in that bitch. I was like, hell no. I, man, I ain't had no, I ain't, I was, my mind just locked. I put that bitch in park so quick, bro. I got out the car. Nah, fuck that. Nigga, you seen me? You know, I just tripping. Dude got out, moved. I got in. Do you think that was ego? Just man, the fact that you, the, my the, mind the, the fact locked. that it, yeah, the fact that it was just like, because I'm assuming your adrenaline was going a little bit too. I'm going to tell you a time when ego took over. I think that was adrenaline and just like, nigga, that's not fair. Okay, my yeah. ego. One time my ego took over, bro. We was going into the store. Tice was young. Mm-hmm. Um, Nichelle had him in a in, in the, she was carrying him because I was going to go get a cart or something. She was carrying him in a seat, in a car seat. Mm-hmm. Nigga, this white man bumped her and then said, excuse me or nothing. And I seen it. And I did like a Will Smith moment. I didn't laugh or nothing. First thing I did was look at her. Just see how she was, how she and was she handling. she had this getting face. Mm. Nigga, we in Fishers at 96 Meyer. Mm. I ran up on that white man. I grasped, you, you seen what the fuck you did? Now apologize. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sir. I said, go fucking apologize. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. And Shell said, there's, come on, come on. I love our black women, man. man they they do like, just want to protect us, Because I looked man. at her and <laughs> yeah. I see her face like, get him. <laughs> man, that'd be the crazy part, She though. said, like, her face is like, get him. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I snapped. I, fought, I chased that white man down. I said, you seen you, seen you fucking bumped her? Go fucking apologize. Mm-hmm. I'm in his face, bro. I could have went to jail, nigga. That's e- that was ego. But her face, because she didn't tell man, me to that's go so, get him. That's so, that's so, man, that's so hard, though, because it's like. Man, he bumped her hard, bro, with, uh, the, with the baby seat. Oh, one of those, like, she damn her yeah. body shifted. Oh, nigga, yeah. Oh, my God, That's bro. our protective protective nature, though, too. I was in his white our... man face like this. I don't care if he was six foot eight, five mm. foot one. I was like, nigga, you, I was in his face like, shit the fuck you did. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was I ain't had no pistol on me then. <laughs> that was, like, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> man, what's crazy, though, is that, like, our women, they, they do want to feel protected by us, but it's like, they 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 want us to have a, a cap to where they're comfortable with. Cause imagine if like, damn, he bumped you. That's fucked up. Uh, what the eggs at? Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. you know what I mean. And so if you would have been like that, but it's like they want you to do something or feel something. But it's like it's it's hard to tell a man. If I would have stole him, it probably she'd have been like, "Baby, you was wrong." Yeah. But she was trying to pull you away too while you was like, "Babe, come on." Right when yeah, you was when yelling I was in at his him? face, like, no, yeah. fuck, you better go apologize. There's, there's, there's. Mm-hmm. I walked away, like, and I had to calm back down. Going, yeah, yeah, man. It, man. <laughs> you know, when you're drilling your motherfucking mu- muscles get tight and shit, I was like, <laughs> slept shit out yeah, of I was you. Like, oh, dude. Like, <laughs> bro. Man, because when I looked at her, bro, because when I seen him, it was like slow motion. And I looked at her because I think he was, I was going to get the cart to put the car seat in the cart, mm-hmm. and he bumped her. And I'm look. It's like slow motion. And I looked at her face. I'm like, ah, oh, nah, hell nah. I chased that white man down, bro. What the fuck? You see, you bumped him. You go say, go apologize. I pointed in his face and shit. Bro, I got shot at, cause a motherfucker was saying some shit on the phone to my wife. That was a whole night. But yeah, he says, and I, and a part of it was like, one, I don't play that shit. And I had already said to myself, that motherfucker can do whatever the fuck he doing over there. As long as he don't bring none of that type of bullshit, 
into my four walls. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what he doing over there. Mm-hmm. And somehow it ended up inside my four walls. Got this nigga then he said what? He said what? Mm-hmm. We ain't even in the same vicinity. I went over to where he was at. Oh, that's ego. <laughs> But I already knew that if it came down to it, I was going, I was finna go see this nigga, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that that was probably one of the biggest times where like my life was really on the line because of my ego. I mean, yeah. I've had some other shit happen, but that one, that was a really close call. Yeah. I've let times pass to where I was like, <clears throat> one time I was hooping, you know, hoop get elevated. Mm-hmm. And me and this nigga was going back and forth, da da da. We going fight, fouling, fouling, fouling. You know, like, and it was one of those things where like, like the game damn near ended because we, him and I, was going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing about it was, what kind of made me kept my cool was it was this man. He been on the podcast, Ricky. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricky was on the show, Pastor. I I, I know mm-hmm. him, man. You know, when you get around him, man. You try to keep your best because he's yeah. he a pastor, man. You try to keep yeah. your best you know try to try to you know be respectful to him mm-hmm. and he was there hooping with us and i think that's what made me keep my level head mm-hmm. and the nigga was like yeah you bitch ass nigga something 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 i like nigga shut the f-. i was like I-, I didn't even say shut the fuck up i like man shut your ass up or something like that like you ain't doing nothing but talking but mm-hmm. i don't think if rick was there that you would have been that level yeah man yeah. and i think it was one of those things because i i have so much respect for him mm-hmm. he'd been a pastor you know it was a couple of his deacons there too mm-hmm. and i was kind of like looking at these niggas like damn man i'm just kind of <laughs> i take the bitch ass nigga you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> man what, what was oh, man. crazy though when and i ain't I, what, the toughest nigga what? but I, I stand up for my shit bro man, like man fuck that yeah. bro you bumping somebody that my loved one that Bruh. nigga that nigga that came to you I'm Bruh. not gonna. Me and you, I'm not gonna. We would have been. It'd have been on. And he got cowardly because when I seen the nigga, he was outside, and I pulled up as soon as I hopped out. I said, "Hey, bro, we need to rap." He yeah. said, "We ain't got to talk about nothing." He went in the house and got his gun. Start popping. Yeah. And yeah. so now I'm talking uh, about outside the club. Like, oh, the nigga outside the club. I don't even know yeah, what we was going on. Fucked him because I, I would have fought. In Vegas, yeah. I don't even know what the fuck happened. Oh uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever, nigga. I'm we fight. I'm with him. What happened? After yeah, as soon as like, the fight, the fuck I'm like, so why we whoop his ass? What happened, what happened? bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I said that to say, like, once, like, I'm, I'm not sure if our women understand that once you activate us, like, you really just let the dog off the leash. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't you can't you can't activate my my protective nature because it's and not then a challenge of me to have to yeah. yeah and then especially like if it's already being fueled with the feeling of something happened to you whether big or small and i wasn't there to protect you yeah, before it yeah, happened yeah, yeah. i'm already feeling that as a man yeah. and then i see your face or the way that you reacted to this like yeah. Like it's gonna be you. You can't say only react this much, yeah. bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. So, look, check this out, bro. There's a scene in Three Hundred. We've all seen it when dude said, "This is Sparta," and uh-huh. he kicks in the chest. Before that, so the black dude was there to give a message to Spart to the Spartans. Mm-hmm. The Three Hundred. Mm-hmm. The three. Well, it wasn't Three Hundred. It was Sparta. He came to give the message and was like, "Hey, listen, this is what happened." Uh, you guys, you guys don't shouldn't respond. Whatever he gave the message was, mm-hmm. uh, Leonidas's wife, the woman, they had voice in their community. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else in the world, women were looked less than. Mm-hmm. So she spoke up as the messenger 
was saying something and he looked at her and was like who are you like he disrespected her mm-hmm. and leonidas after he said that he looked at his wife see how she reacted and she gave a head nod mm-hmm. that motherfucker kicked him in the chest <laughs> 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 yeah she kind of looked like because he was like uh he said something to her and then he was like you know whatever whatever and then he looked at her like how you feel about that and she can't she gave like a just a little tiny head nod like that nigga said this is sparta <laughs> kicked that nigga down the hole. <laughs> oh man it's something about that too though man like if you if you have some like if you on some some fuck shit or something or whatever, and your lady make you feel like it's okay, then it's okay. It's you no matter whatever nobody she, she else thinks say. more logical than any any human <laughs> in the world. Women think they think they gonna think all all scenarios. Yeah. You know and if she's like, no fuck that, get him, babe. No matter what, nobody say no. I did the right thing, nigga. Fuck what y'all talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. when she, like he said, he disrespected her. Like, who are mm-hmm. you? Like, whatever. She got a little head nod. That motherfucker turned around, looked at that motherfucker. This is Sparta. Kicked his ass down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Man. All right. You got something else? Nah, man. That's it, man. All right. man thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. I needed this, bro. Good shit, man. Yeah, I needed this, man. I needed this. Good this shit. Good. We was all over the place. <laughs> like always, though. <laughs> it seemed like it was a. It seemed like a really good show, though. Yeah, it feels man. like a good show. No doubt, man. I think some people would uh, take something from it, for that's, sure. That's generally my hope. I hope that somebody takes something from it. Or say something that's, like, common or something that's going to change the way that I look at something. Like Or likewise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. you might have an opinion about something that I said that shit is out of my realm of thinking right now. So, shit, just let me know how y'all feeling, what y'all thinking. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all and we thank y'all. Um make sure y'all back tune in with us every single Monday. Love you, appreciate you, we love you. For those that are not fucking with us, then fuck Fuck you bitch. Bitch. That's Byron's, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)